Welcome to the Faith Church Peshtigo podcast. You can connect with us online at faithpeshtigo.com. We're also on Facebook. Just search for Faith Church Peshtigo. Today's podcast features a discussion from the sermon following April 5th, 2020, talking about the Saturday before Resurrection Sunday. All right, welcome, Faith Church family, to another episode of the Faith Church podcast. Episode Hello, five. Everyone. Episode five. You Look can't talk over me, Robbie. If you talk oh. over me, it causes confusion. That's that's a fair point. Okay. So proceed. Uh, wait, wait. Go. Were start. you in? Okay. Um, Go. So this is episode <laughs> episode five, uh, where we the first one we, we were sending out two podcasts a week, and uh, the first one in the week is where we recap the sermon and any other theological questions that come up. And then the second one, we are going to be dealing with uh, more practical ministry, like what is ministry looking like and what is following Jesus looking like in the day-to-day. So this is the uh, sermon recap. And, and Robbie, I feel like um, before we get into any of that, we need to address a couple of elephants in the room. Okay, very well. Okay. Proceed. So uh, I don't want to come across as critical. Never. So um, no offense okay. is meant by bringing this up. So Wow. That's wow. Always, okay. That's always a good lead in. Like, that's a great lead in. I'm in no way anxious so, about what so will follow. People have pointed out the last two weeks, we have had a couple of, um, dare I say, distractions. Uh, first was two weeks ago. There is the mystery of the phantom coffee cup or the mm. drink, the mm-hmm, phantom mm-hmm. drink. Or if you notice, two weeks ago, Robbie, in his intro into the sermon, was flailing his coffee mug about like a madman with nary a care or concern that that liquid might scald himself or stain the carpet or anything. Do you want to I have a I have a lot of experience with handling coffee and coffee cups, Jay. I was confident in my ability to what appeared to be flailing about wildly was in fact fully in control of my beverage. Okay. Well, what's interesting about that is the the chat lit up saying, well, there's obviously nothing in that mug, including my seven-year-old daughter who said, there's obviously nothing in that cup. So she she noticed that that was the case. <laughs> and I, um, That's largely, uh, I believe, due to the fact that there was, in fact, nothing in my cup. So the truth comes out. Then. So this has all been a sham. Do you want to explain what actually happened for people? Or do we just well, leave it a mystery? Because uh, life, life does not have enough mysteries, Jay. Okay. I think we should. No, actually, I think the reverse is true. Right now, everything is a mystery <laughs> and people need answers. So, yeah. uh, yes, we're, so there was meant to be a particular element in that service that did not, in fact, take place. And so uh, because I mentioned it in my intro, I went back and re-recorded the intro that did not not including that was a really confusing way to communicate that basically let me you just let me try that one more time i re-recorded Three, the intro two one go go so i had to re-record the intro and when i did i forgot to refill my coffee cup because i was not thinking oh i need to put coffee in here because i had coffee in it before and so if you notice later on in the sermon when i actually drink coffee i was not fake drinking coffee there was actually coffee during the sermon the intro however there was not 
Correct. So yeah, we did have to do that. When we don't, it, it wasn't like half of the sermon or anything. It was just the introduction. No, it was and, like the first 90 seconds. Yeah. yeah. And so nobody even noticed that. And uh, Fun fact, I went to all the trouble of putting a fake Apple pencil on the table because I realized that that was in the shot. And I remembered to do that, but did not remember to put real coffee in my coffee cup. And the, and just so people understand that the heart behind that is we just don't want it to be a distraction. If all of a sudden right. there's no coffee mug and there's no Apple Pencil and all of a sudden it appears like that's right. distracting, we just couldn't plan for you. What is what is in no way distracting is me flailing about like a chimpanzee holding an empty cup. With everybody cringing of like, oh, oh wait a second. And then later, though, and then it, it doubled the distraction later when you actually drank from the cup and people are wondering, wait, how did there, how how in the world was there a beverage in there now? And uh, that is just due to fantastic editing. So this is all very new to us, you yep. may or may not realize. And so we're making a lot of mistakes yep. and learning from them, some of them. But then the next week we make new mistakes, as it turns out. As it turns out. So speaking of new mistakes, Robbie... I have known you for a long time. Yes. And I would I would characterize your voice as incredibly pleasant. I I feel Oh, that's like very you, kind. Yeah, you have excellent tone and pitch. And on Sunday during is it Christ the Solid Rock? Is that That's that's correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was on the sinking sand. I thought your voice was going to sink out of into the sand into the yeah. sand I, it, what happened <laughs> and and the thing is, is not even yeah. in the middle of the song it's like at that part where all of us you know kind of drop off and singing and right and we're listening and what we hear is decidedly unrobby yes to ensure that every single person was able to hear that debacle Yes, I okay, I would like to first say, in my defense, Archer Loop can vouch for me that that is not what that sounded like in recording. Unfortunately, what happened is in the in the mix down and making sure all the audio was ready for broadcast because it's kind of tricky. People may have noticed that there's a strange and excessively loud countdown that YouTube puts on the service mm-hmm. stream. And so we have a bit of a challenge to make sure that we match that so that the audio does not sound very different and you get blasted and then can't hear us. So in trying to get all that stuff taken care of and, and making sure the audio is ready to go, I inadvertently uh, checked a little audio filter that actually detuned my voice. So for those of you who don't understand technology... Um, just or understand this particular technology. Or the, <laughs> right, like, <laughs> I this didn't is, know this. I, you know. Yeah, yeah. So it's a little audio filter, and I should have known better. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have checked a box that says extra horrendous, but I did just to see what would happen, and then forgot to uncheck that box. And so, yeah, that's a that's an audio filter that was accidentally laid on there that was that was trying to tune my voice when in fact it was tuning it to the wrong key yeah so you know and again this is again the heart and all of this is we're just you know so it's not like we're doing tons of mixing or production to the audio it's just 
trying to get it to sound like what it sounds like when you're here live. And it's actually not as simple as it sounds. It's not as simple as just plugging it in and, and feeding it out. Um, it, it doesn't quite work that way. And so uh, it is an extra step. And so, um, yeah, that did. Yes. And sometimes boxes get accidentally checked. And it, that was, it, let me tell you, uh, I was dying a thousand deaths. Yeah watching and listening to that and, and we uh, <laughs> it was i i did feel i felt for you i felt thank um, you yeah it it was definitely not it was not normal or typical so anyway i just want to get I those elephants that. out of the room oh good and uh i actually had my own mistake that we'll deal with here in the in the sermon but um uh so yeah we can just kind of now move on past those things they are dealt with they're in the past I would appreciate that very much. Yeah. And I will never bring them up again. I am certain that you will, in fact. Um, uh, (laughs) Wait, what? I'm sorry. Who is that? Was that Christoph? Did Christoph unmute his mic? No. So speaking of the sermon. Yes. uh, One of the things that we like to do in this particular podcast is... Uh, is talk about what are what are the things that we don't really get to talk about during the sermon itself, uh, and and one of those things is what is something that stuck out to you in your preparation for this week? Was what was something that that impacted you personally, but didn't necessarily make it into the sermon? Yeah. So, well, the one thing I need to make sure that I point out is that in in I said I messed up during the sermon. Well. Part of it was I gave an illustration about my wife, Lauren, and I said my father-in-law. And what I meant to say was her father-in-law. It actually is true about both of them. So I thought about both my father-in-law and my father and how they both have the same characteristic of Lauren of just needing to do something and wanting and needing projects to do. Um, and so it was kind of funny because I was I was thinking in my head, my wife and my dad, um, and then hmm. my dad listened to the sermon. He assumed I meant my father-in-law and he was like, well, yeah, that fits. And Lauren thought that too. So it's just kind of funny that my, so it's, I just found a new way to use people in sermon illustrations, but throw them off the scent and make them think that they're, that it's actually about somebody else. And so, oh, interesting. Um, that's so that's good. I just stumbled on that one. But as far as preparation, I actually cut quite a bit out of this one. Um, and uh, probably the one, the thing that I, the thing that I probably, uh, wish hadn't um, hadn't gotten cut. Well, wait, did you ask about cutting or what I cut out or what was striking about it? What impacted you oh, this man. week? I feel like we're getting worse. We're supposed to be getting better at this, and I feel it like doesn't getting, feel like that. No, it doesn't feel, feel like. I feel that. like we're getting worse. Okay, well, what struck me was, um, and I thought about this. What struck me was just how far in advance God was planning this message, because we talked about this several months ago as we were kind of outlining the rest of Mark and saying, "Can we get this all the way?" to Easter, does this line up? And I had thrown out the idea of, well, what about, I, I thought about preaching on that Sabbath, the, the between Good Friday and Resurrection Sunday. But I, I second-guessed myself because I thought, well, is that really going to be relevant? Is that going to be, like, it's kind of a weird thing. Waiting is usually a theme at Christmas. And so usually you're talking about waiting during the incarnation, but not so much about, about it at um, the resurrection. And so... It felt a little strange, but I thought, hey, you know, I've never done that. I think it would be really interesting. And then to have all this happen, and as I was looking forward to this Sunday, just thinking, wow, what are this? 
God's sovereignty in this and his his preparation, even small details like what is a random pastor in Northeast Wisconsin going to preach on that Sunday, he has orchestrated. And hmm. um, so that was really, it was, I, I, I try to always be mindful of that, that knowing that God is not surprised by any of this and that he is kind of even ordaining what we're preaching. Uh, but it was just very evident this week as I was preparing this, that this is just so clearly for this Sunday and was such long before we knew that it was going to be like this. There's just no way Love we that. could have known. Um, Love that. Yeah. So that was a, that was probably the most striking thing to me. And then just the, just the overall thinking through what the disciples just to really try to immerse myself in that. And if I'm Peter and if I'm Mary or if I'm the other disciples, how, what am I thinking? How am I feeling? Um, and so that was all just really, it was really interesting um, to think through those things. Hmm. Right on, right on. Anything that you really would have loved to say, but for the sake of time or, or anything like that, that uh, ended up on the cutting room floor? Yeah, so that was what I started to say, but I got confused and thrown thrown about, tossed asunder. Um, Psalm 13, so I used it in the benediction, Psalm 13, but originally that was going to be a bigger part of it. And uh, where where the psalmist says, how long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long? And so there's just this refrain of how long and, and talking about, uh, God, where are you? Why aren't you answering me? Um, and in, in those first four verses, you see all the elements that we had talked about. You see um, the the needing for control, for action, the desire for to do something. You see the doubts um, that come out. You see um, the the fear of enemies prevailing or, or shame or any of those things. You see all that in there, but then there's this turn where he says, but I have trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. And so I had, I had notes on just kind of breaking that down of trusting um, in his steadfast love because his love is perfect. And I went to Ephesians three for that. And, and also there's this quote from Spurgeon that, I loved that uh, from Charles Spurgeon that I that didn't get in there, um, which is when when you cannot trace his hand, you can always trust his heart. And so I love that that quote that when you can't figure out what God is doing or or why He's doing it, if, then you can always trust His heart in it. Mm, and so just, that's really good. Yeah, and talking about His steadfast love, and then rejoicing in the salvation that it was in the when the fullness of time had come and. Um, and then singing to the Lord. And so wanting to encourage our people to sing and, and thinking of how he has dealt bountifully with us. And so all of a sudden, my worship of God ends up drowning out all of those fears and those doubts and the focus on our enemy, um, but that our, our attention is drawn to him and we are filled with worship. So that was a whole section that I felt badly about it getting left out. But hmm. Hmm. Me did. too, that's good. It was probably better than the original sermon. I feel like that's what you're saying to me right now. <laughs> Translating. Hmm. I, maybe I can go back and re-record. Wouldn't we all like a do-over for last Sunday? Oh, man. Oh, man. Some of us more did than I, others. Did I just bring that up again? You that's, did bring it up again. Yep. We, we, made, it, we made it about six minutes. Yeah. If this was all on video, we could have like a little counter in the corner of how many times I bring that back up. And mm-hmm. she's like, mm-hmm. ding, ding. Um 
So yeah, so what's next on our uh, agenda here? Oh, we had questions. Um, we had some questions submitted, which is awesome. We just can't encourage you enough. Please submit your questions. It is, it's fun to, to just think, to hear what you guys are thinking as you're listening to this. Um, you know, we are not, we are obviously not infallible. That is clearly being pointed out here. And so sometimes we misspeak. Sometimes we wish we would have said something differently. Um, and sometimes we leave questions unanswered because we're just, we're constrained a little bit, you know, by time and, and we're speaking to a general audience, but there may be other specific questions, um, that come up. And so one of the questions that, uh, basically got us, and I'm going to paraphrase it, but it was what, what were the father and the son accomplishing during that Sabbath wait? So we looked at what Mary and Peter and the disciples were doing and, and the way the question was worded it was i i um i know they were active and working even when their followers could not see it that might help us better understand and accept by faith that he is always working behind the scenes even when it is not apparent to us so that question of what what was going on with jesus with the father and the son specifically in that time between the between that. the crucifixion death and burial and the resurrection Small question. That is a that is a great question, and um, first answer, first and most complete, I believe, most accurate, in my never to be humble opinion, answer is, we haven't the foggiest idea. Um, scripture is silent on what is going on in that time. Um, there are a few things that we can say unequivocally. I would argue. Um, Number one is uh, that he is not continuing some sort of work towards the end of our salvation um, because that isn't accomplished in entirety at the cross. So when Jesus, um, in, in the, most of the Gospels include this, but in, in John in particular, when it says in, when Jesus had, had received the sour wine, he said, it is finished and he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. And um, I wish we could spend more time talking about that that word, it is finished. It's such an extraordinary Greek word, tetelestai. I could geek out on that for a really long time. Um, but we spent uh, too much time talking about how my technological foibles uh, keep ruining the Sunday services. Um, <laughs> but... If I had more time, I would talk a lot about just what an awesome, extraordinary word that is. And one of the uses for that for that word that we translate, it is finished, um, is is what an artist would say when he puts the, the last brushstroke on his piece. Like, it is, it is officially completed. Um, it's also the word that you would use as a, as a merchant when something is paid in full. And so you would stamp that on, on a payment. So it is, this, it is this awesome word that implies absolute completeness. So um, it's not, it is done except for these few more things I need to accomplish over the next couple of days until I can resurrect. It, uh, it is finished. And then and then again, if we can assume that Jesus knows what he's talking about and use his own words in Luke, if we wonder where did Jesus go, well, Jesus himself tells um, the other thief on the cross as he asks him, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Um, Jesus responds, truly, I say to you today, you will be with me in paradise. Um, so we know that 
that that Christ goes to uh, to the Father. We don't know exactly what that looks like. We don't know what's what's going on. But but I think it's it's helpful to cling to those two direct statements from Jesus Himself. Yeah, and I think your thoughts. I mean, when I look, yeah, well, I'll give them. Uh, I I think from the the nature of the question, I would affirm the the truth of some of those statements. Like I would affirm the truth that um, that God is working behind the scenes that even when we can't see um, to the extent where we would say, because um, I think our concern with something like that, if we just felt like, well, God isn't doing anything, it would be that he is, has abandoned us. That's really the concern that he yeah. is not, um, that he's not with us. I just would say that in this particular case, that truth is not found in the action that's happening but rather the understanding that god is waiting with us um there's this idea that uh like it's not just that well jesus is accomplishing something like he's um defeating like he's fighting against the armies of hell or anything like that like that's there's nothing in scripture that would lead us to um believe that or understand that 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 the work of the cross is finished and um and and so what we know is that uh, you know a couple of things we know that Jesus actually dies and so he is mm-hmm. dead and and however any other human being experiences that death Jesus did and um, but then we know that he does you know come out of the tomb and he is resurrected but in that time I I don't know that we need to um, I don't I I think that it's it, we can still say that God is very much with us in that time. Um, and but that in so many times God is also waiting alongside of us. So um, I don't know if that makes sense, but I I appreciated the the heart of the question because it's it is saying that like okay, well even when we don't see things happening, that doesn't mean God has abandoned us or or sure. He is not with us anymore. He is, and He is working in a in a big picture sense behind the scenes um, and always weaving things together, working all things together for good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. But also, I think here, like I just wouldn't want to project any more onto that in in what he's actually doing in that time. That's good. I like that. You can agree with that. You agree with that. Awesome. All right. Well. That that kind of takes care. I mean, that is a big question. Like Robbie said, we could go into more detail with that, um, and I would love to have him geeking out on Greek words um, <laughs> and all kinds of like, future podcast Hebrew. We could just do it all. And um, but at the same time, uh, we just were trying to deal with them, you know, in the at the heart level of where we we think it's coming from. But we may be wrong, so don't don't hesitate to ask more questions or throw those out. Um, we are happy to to handle um, any of those. Uh, Robbie, do you want to tell people what, what they can expect this week? Some people may have noticed uh, this morning, and I think this will get published today, so this morning they did not receive a daily email. Correct. Correct. We are we're, we're trying to change that up a little bit uh, as we're constantly learning. We're wanting to strike the balance between providing constant communication and support and not deluging people with uh with a bombardment of emails and so for the next few weeks uh we're going to be on a monday wednesday friday rotation with those and so we'll still be sending those out but rather than um seven days a week they'll be monday wednesday and friday and um 
So if you're keeping up with the Psalms reading, uh, you'll each day you'll just simply go one more. Hopefully you've downloaded those bookmarks. If not, each of those, uh, you can download those um, and you can keep up um, and we'll remind you where you should be on each of those emails. And then we'll continue to um, try to provide uh, helpful resources and, and, and things through those. All right, and we are also uh, want to let you know that you can catch the daily vlogs also. That'll be all Holy Week inspired, and so those will be um, on our YouTube channel, so make sure you subscribe to that. Uh, and then Good Friday, uh, people have wondered, what are we going to do? Normally, we have a Good Friday service here on Friday evening. Um, this year, obviously, it's a little different because we're not able to get together on Good Friday, and so we are going to... Um, have a service available for you to um, view uh, whenever that makes sense and then you can uh, do that with your family or with other people that may that you may be able to one of the things I would encourage you is if you don't have anyone you can watch that with that you can uh, you could FaceTime with somebody and and interact with the service that way but we will be uh, sending out more information about how that will look on Good Friday that is a great idea. I know it can be difficult sometimes in this season to, to it can be a struggle to feel like, well, I don't want to just FaceTime or Zoom meeting or, or just see someone over the internet. I'd rather see them face-to-face. Um, well, certainly that is true. Uh, and and we want to acknowledge that this technology is not a viable replacement for that. It's it's like a crutch, right? And, and so we don't want to walk with a crutch all the time. That would be unhealthy. But right now, um, we are... We our 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 relational legs are broken, so to speak, and so we it makes sense to to make use of the crutch that is available. So so don't be off put by saying, well, it's just not the same being face to face. Of course it isn't, and and we all acknowledge it's not the best, um, but it is it is what we have right now, and it's certainly better than nothing. And so um, if you need help with that, be sure to, to send us an email and we can we can help you figure out how you can connect um, online with other people to participate in, in Good Friday worship. Um, but but we, we do encourage you guys to try. So that's awfully gruesome, broken legs. Our relational legs are broken. Can, can we just like well, yeah. sprain, sprain a knee or something? I don't know, man. ACL. Being told I'm not allowed to see someone face-to-face feels broken to me. Right, that feels fair, like less fair. of a sprain. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so one other thing I want to make sure that I get out there is I'm asking, I'm going to send out an email to this effect also, but I'm asking everybody in our church if I have an important mission. So for our Easter service, I would love it if everybody in the church would um, would record themselves greeting our church saying happy Easter, any kind of short little greeting, like just a few seconds of a selfie video. And uh, we're going to be sending out an email and you can let us know. We can we can get you a link where you can upload that video. But we would love to collect those. I'm, I've got something in mind that I would like to use them for if I can get enough of them. And um, so I'm just asking everybody to do that. So in the meantime, until you get that email, you could just Grab your phone right now. If you're listening to this on your phone, you can grab your phone right now. Grab your, you know, if you have family in the house or whatever, get yourselves together and just do a quick little greeting, um, happy Easter greeting to the church family. That would be awesome. Love that idea. Yeah. Well, we'll see if it gets executed. So in the that's right a, way. That's a gruesome word to right, use. Right. And 
It's a strange thing. You want to execute the idea. Like, oh, that could go either way. Yeah, that's very that's important. True. Context. Context. Okay, um, strong so, finish to this podcast. Strong. That's what that <laughs> this, was. This is always, like this is where we're not. We're this not is a better. this is a good one. Know, this is this a good is, one. This is a this is a keeper. This is uh, so. Do you want to do you want to <laughs> sign off, Robbie, or do you want you know? No. Sure, absolutely. Hey, thank you for listening. Okay. We we love you, family. We miss you guys, and are are thankful that we can connect even in these imperfect ways. We're praying for you, and uh, look forward to hearing from you soon. Sinking sand.